kick it? Can I 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 kick it? Everybody, welcome to episode three of I Still Love Her. This is a podcast uh, featuring myself, Mark, and me, Anna, two friends from college who are using this as an opportunity to catch up and talk about a shared love of music, specifically hip hop. And we're so glad you're along for the ride. Yeah, and this episode is going to be um, an episode where Mark and I are going to engage in a game together for the first time ever. Well, this specific game, at least. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's many games we might have played in college that shall be unnamed. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but this game uh, was actually a game that um, my partner and I made on a dr- long drive uh, once. And it was a game in which was really great to pass the time and also allowed us to um, not just engage in nostalgic uh, musical recognition, but also was a way for us to expand our musical understandings and recognitions. Sounds amazing. uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, So to properly introduce this game, we're going to call it 10 Chains. What up? Yeah, Teddy boy. Disclaimer, um, I don't really listen to Two Chains, but I just thought it would be a we just thought it would be a fun name to call it, Mark and I. He is but, on the he's on that Black Panther soundtrack song. Um Is it ten? Uh yes, yes, it's ten. It it's it's quite I mean, one of the few contributions I like other than the the birthday song. That one has ten and or sorry, ten has him and is it Schoolboy Q on that? No, it's J Rock. J-Rock. Oh man. Mm-hmm. That verse is so dope. Shoot. I think we're already get- I think you're about to name a song that we might get into later. <laughs> but I or may- no, it should be excluded. It's excluded. Um anyways, oh, to it. just explain the concept to you, uh Mark, and to you as our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um essentially, uh, the goal of 10 chains this Ten game chains. is for the participants of the game to come up with nine links between 10 songs. Mm-hmm. And these links are essentially uh, similar collaborators between each set of songs that we're going to name in a sequence. So right. uh, we're going to start off with a genre of songs that we we're going to think about. Um, and essentially what happens first is that one of us will name a song that has uh, two people, whether it's a producer and an artist or an artist and a feature. And then the next person has to think of a common link um, in which they choose one main person from that first song and somebody that collaborates with them in the second song and then so on and so forth. So uh, I'm just going to name already since we are not going to use 10. Right, right, right. right. Um, So if we choose uh, 10 and we name Kendrick Lamar, J-Rock, and two chains as that first song that starts us off, then the player B gets the opportunity to choose one of those people from the song and choose another song that features one of those people with another person. Yep. And then so on and so forth. So Mm -hmm. the rules of the game though, is number one, 
everything's top of the dome. No research during the, no researching while we're doing the song. Like if we're, if we're stuck, um, that means we're not abiding by rule two. And rule two is that we can only win as a collective. Yes. So for example, like if Mark's like really into Modest Yahoo and he chooses a, a song <laughs> that features Modest Yahoo and Kendrick, um, and I can't find anything that's associated with Modest, Modest Yahoo, we're done. We're, we're stuck. Um, wow, that's a deep cut. And then cut. rule number three. Modest Yahoo. <laughs> I'm sorry? Modest Yahoo is a deep cut. I actually, I remember seeing him when he came to town, like freshman year at college. I, I remember thinking at the time that, okay, wow, this is dope. You know, King Without a Crown, the song is, you know, it's solid reggae and the dude has like a, you know, interesting delivery. And then I feel like I read a review of his, maybe like from one of the local music journals or something, or just like a blog post. And it said, at the end of the day, though, this is purely a novelty act. Like, it's a, it's a dude who's like a Hasidic Jew, and he is really good at, at doing reggae, but this is just a novelty act, like, at, this, at the end of the day. And I think that, like, it took me, like, a second to be like, oh, damn, you're right. <laughs> like, it's just like, wah, wah, wah. What, what a deflation I know, act. Right? It's just like... I, I definitely did not name Modest Yahoo knowing that that article was released. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, like, you wrote the article, just, didn't like, you? <laughs> I was just kind of thinking of, of the idea that it's like, it's like, it's like, Somewhat it's obscure. like asking somebody to rhyme with the word purple or mm-hmm. orange. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I feel like Eminem might have rhymed something with purple or orange once. I actually remember this. He He gave an interview a while ago and the reporter asks him oh so you think you're a very good rhymer right and he says yeah obviously and he says okay well could you rhyme something with orange and he says yeah and he correctly states that it's really more about your delivery than your actual like word choice and so he said something to the effect of i put my orange four hinge my orange door hinge in storage It's yeah. just in the enunciation of it. Like people say that uh, the word orange doesn't rhyme with anything. And that kind of pisses me off because I can think of a lot of things that rhyme with orange. What rhymes with orange? If you're looking, to, if you're, taking, if you're taking the word at face value and you just say orange, nothing is going to rhyme with it exactly. If you enunciate it and you make it like more than one syllable, mm-hmm. orange, you could say like, uh, I put my orange four-inch door hinge in storage and ate porridge with George. That's real good. It's like a vertical. <laughs> it's a vertical rhythm as yeah. opposed to kind of like the Shakespearean like mm-hmm. A B A B or whatever. Yeah, and and it's um, it's all about how you how you pronounce pronunciate the word. Yeah, that's you know it's so funny. I remember that interview too. I just didn't remember the content of it, so I appreciate you mm-hmm. being able to walk me through that again. I've got tons of useless information up in this head. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, it's balanced with a lot of useful information. That's so right. it's a constant... give your give yourself give give yourself some props for that, man. It's, it's a constant tug of war between useful information and useless information. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you might want to talk to a therapist about that. I don't know. Are you also moonlighting as a therapist? Because we could double up on these sessions. <laughs> I think, you know what? I think 
I think we could start adding an hour to this um, and, uh, you know, maybe we can make a different podcast about it too. Could be All right. Mental health. Okay. Yeah. But hey, every, yo, mental health is important. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing this, right? Mm -hmm. We're doing, we're connecting in the middle of a pandemic because we understand how disconnecting everything can be right now. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just got to do what we can to support ourselves. Definitely. So that was my PSA about mental health. And that's and that's why that's why in this game we can only win together. There's no there's no individual. Oh yeah, mm -mm. absolutely. No competition. It's all collaboration. Mm -hmm. So um, so three rules again. Everything's top of the dome. Mm -hmm. um, no repeats of main artists. So mm -hmm. we're just kind of taking notes as we go along, just making sure we're not accidentally repeating a main artist. Like if somebody's kind of a tertiary character, like. You know, I, I think we could let that slide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, no main at no repetition of main X. And then uh, we can only win as a collective. So again, we're gonna try to get to ten songs. Ten chains. We're trying to link link them up. Ten chains. <laughs> and um and you know, uh, essentially I think what genre we can work with today, because I think you and I are still kind of discovering what our musical taste is nowadays. Sure. Let's go with what we already named that we know, which is early 2000s hip hop. I'm you in. cool with that? I'm cool with that. Sweet. All right. Oh, all right. So I'll start first just to just model. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like I'll be very limited on options in comparison to you. Um, you never know. I... You never know. I've got like I've got my <laughs> niche of hip hop that I know so much about, but I'm only I've only you know taken breaths for air in the mainstream so many times. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. We'll we'll test it today, but we're testing it as a collective. All right. We can only win this collectively. All right. So this first one is it consists of. I would say two collaborators that I feel are uh, very important to my high school, middle school hip hop knowledge. Let's start with "Welcome to Atlanta" Ooh. by JD and Ludacris. Ooh, excellent Luda. choice! All right, let's get this. Let's get this going. <laughs> we'll wait for that piano, though. I haven't heard this in a while. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta, jacking hammers and bows. Back to the mackin' and jacking the clothes. Adolescents packing a foe. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. Who did it? It was me, I suppose. JD in the rolls and looters in the cut supreme. Skating down old neck, tucked and lean. I split your spleen. As a matter of fact, I split your team. No blood on the sneaks. Gotta keep it so my kicks is clean. I get the cream. Cops see me flick my beans. I'm allergic to doc prescribed antihistamines. Oink, oink, pig, pig. Do away with the pork. Only silver I need a steak knife and a did you forget your manners? I'm Bruce with banners. Ludacris, Johnny Rockets when I shoot the cannon. The woolly mammoth saber tooth. Bite your tongue. I won't stop until I'm rich as the whites will come. I pull up in a black lotus. Your plaques are bogus. So I stripped them off the wall. Waiting for my cue to corner pocket eight balls. You racking them up. I'm big paper like pancakes stacking them up. In fact, I'm slapping them up. Cadillac is a truck. I can't lose with 22. That's what's up. Running in the back of better than the aqueduct. Chilling in the in 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 Yo, 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 yo,
Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit the streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 uh, in the morning Now the party don't start till I walk in And I usually don't leave until the thing is But uh. in the meantime, in between time You work your thing, I work mine I've been putting it down here since 83 Since the Lake Show MP robbery <laughs> When frozen pan ice I gotta I gotta, I gotta comment on this. So the top comment on the video <laughs> is, "Anyone gonna blast this when Georgia reopens?" <laughs> oh yes, that is so, so funny. appropriate. Oh my god, so appropriate. That was an excellent song choice. I gotta say, can we take a moment and just appreciate Ludacris, just, just for like a second? His, I mean, he had a lot of success, and I'm not sure if he's still making music. I'm sure he still is, and some, you know, I'm sure he's doing collaborations and stuff like that. But dude, his delivery, it's it's like just hitting, you know, and he can mm. he can go as fast, almost as fast as somebody like Buster Rhymes, you know? And it's clean, it's it's punchy, it's and it's funny too. He's got some hilarious raps in, in some of his Oh. He like, has such bravado. Mm-hmm. I I would say Swagadocious. Yes, yeah, swagadocious. I do want to say though he has some um songs that he claims to be, you know, sexy time songs, but mm. As a woman, I can't say that I would appreciate being rapped to like that in order for me to feel. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, the I didn't actually know that he <laughs> made made a claim like that. I've only ever oh. heard like I've only ever heard shit Splash like Splash you know. Waterfalls. Like I, I mean, it's it's definitely uh, it's meant to be one of those sexy time songs. But when you when you imagine just him rapping to you, like yeah. Like the the tone and in which he kind of comes in and out of the mic, and I'm just like, I feel like if you're just doing that to my ear, it just feels really awkward. <laughs> I'm thinking of like you know, the big hits like Move Bitch and uh, Oh yes. Um, oh no, it's definitely just like I feel like it. He does perfect car, yeah, car hip hop music, right? Like you're, like you're driving around, you're cruising, you're mm-hmm. bumping this loud as hell. It's 808s, oh, and yeah. it's like Ludacris is just going nonstop. Like even that oh, yeah. the end of that verse, like he does that crazy fast syllable delivery. Like, that's very that's very hard to do. And he does it like it's mm-hmm. a thing. That's like damn. Anyways, uh, awesome, awesome first choice. And I had not heard that in a while. And yes, when when Georgia reopens, we should definitely blast that because yes, not that we live in Georgia, but if we could just appeal to the state mm-hmm. governor for a moment. Yeah, if we could get rid or of the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah, if we could simultaneously get rid of. Kemp, the governor, and play this song when he walks unceremoniously out of the building. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. Love that choice. Okay, so I'm working with we got our first we got our first song in. It's Welcome to Atlanta, Jermaine Dupree, Ludacris. That's the first link in our chain. I'm thinking here, you know, I'm work I got two amazing artists to work with. J D, you know, been in the game for a while, classic producer. Maybe is he still married to Janet Jackson? Were they married? Were they? I I'd, I'd rather choose to forget that. That was, I I just couldn't believe that. Okay, it so was maybe it worked out. <laughs> maybe it didn't. Who knows? I don't think it, I don't think they're together anymore. Okay, well prayers up for for both of them. <laughs> Hopefully they find Prayer hands emoji. Yes. <laughs> and 
we got Ludacris, who you know we just took a moment to appreciate. You know, I got I got two ideas actually, two different directions I could go. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take this to a little more recent, and okay. I'm gonna open it up with three artists on this song. Oh, I think, okay. I think you know which one I'm gonna go for. Oh, I think I know. Yeah. I think I know. I think you know which one I'm gonna go for. Uh, can I get a yeah? Peace out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we're talking about the same time. In the club with my homies, trying to get a little VI. Keep it down on the low key. You should know how it feels. I saw the shorty, she was checking up for me. From the game, she was sitting in my ear. You would think that she knew me. Okay, my bad. I mean... <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Go, 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 go. <laughs> In the club looking so conspicuous And wow, these women all on the prowl If you hold the head steady, I'ma milk the cow Oh, I did not know that was the lyric <laughs> I did not <laughs> Wow I left the jag and I took the rolls If they ain't cutting, then I put them on foot patrol How you like me now When my piggies valued over 300,000 Let's drink, you the one to please Little Chris fill cups like double D Okay, we just had to hear that. <laughs> wow, if that we line, could just, that if line. we could just take a moment though, yes. like I remember when Yeah hit the radio station. Uh-huh. It was when I think Usher just took a hiatus from eighty-seven oh one or after eighty-seven oh one, and I just remember being just bewildered and excited 
when Yak back. came on the radio that Usher was back. I was like, wait, hold up. Is that is that yeah. Usher that I hear uh. behind all that little John production? Yeah. And I just want to say Confessions has to be one of the top R&B albums of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's right underneath Miss Education of Lauryn Hill for me. That was, I, get, I feel like I just spent so many class periods reminiscing and and uh, just analyzing that album with peers who were listening to that album for the first time. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, so good. I have a confession to make, which is that I oh. did not listen to that album very much. Oh, oh, whoa. For everybody listening at home, Anna just cupped her mouth. She was holding something back. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I, the, the end button on our Zoom call is blurring red right now. Listen, you know what? This is we're gonna this talk is getting, about this later. Well, this is getting this is getting to uh, you know one of the core themes of this podcast, which is you know us educating each other on music that we love, music that has significant meaning for us. Okay, remember deep breaths. You know, <laughs> you know, Uncross just, my arms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Take mindful nice. breaths. Relax. Notice my emotions. Mm-hmm. This is fun. This is a good thing. We've this, already got we've already is, got two. <laughs> yes, catering to our mental, social, emotional health and mm-hmm. health in the middle of a p- pandemic, and I'm stuttering because I'm just. Oh yep, yeah. You're so happy that you're going to uh, educate me on confessions and uh, and how how brilliant it is. And you know what? We're already two chains in to our ten chains uh, game. So. All right, all right, all right. I'll I'm gonna let that go. Good mm. job, smooth talking. Um, I'm sure this is how you're able to get through perhaps many uh, d- disputes and disagreements with your mm. own partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, so let's okay. So let's just. I know that I I made a point about like maybe questioning tertiary um, collaborations, and right. I feel like Little John though stands out to me a lot in that one. Oh yeah, 100%. and I think I don't, I don't know maybe if I'm just kind of primed by our choice of folks based in Atlanta, but I'm I'm gonna go in this direction here. Mm, um, let's do it. This is a collaboration between uh, one of my other uh, you know uh, favorite R&B artists from the early 2000s, Sierra, featuring Little John, and it's called That's Right. Oh man, let's do it. Every time he call, I call. But it's time I think about it. Yeah, we got me. the music video. That's right. It's definitely about the it's about uh right. getting away from the triflingness. Thanks. 
feelings I won't be chasing Someone that's replacing That's when I call my girls up We about to hit the club Tonight's the night Can you see I'm a I'm not calling all the send you to voicemail and then little John just has this exasperated sigh like ah, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just remember just laughing my ass off just listening to the song I mean because it's so fun it's like definitely like let's go uh, on a night out with the girls let's leave our boy behind mm-hmm. or let's just like leave behind the triflingness and little John's just like yeah 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 let's go let's go let's go let's go <laughs> being the number one hype man for Sierra for sure Man, I mean, he rode that for a long time. Like, he was on so many, like, top hits for so long, like, featured mm-hmm. choruses. And, like, I don't think I ever heard him rap until, I can't remember the name of the song, but, like, there's there's one song where he finally raps, and it's, like, extremely vulgar. And it, extreme. Oh, oh uh, Lovers and Friends? It might be that one, yeah. I'll have to, it'll be looking it up. <laughs> the... So knowing that we've already accepted this as an MA um, mm-hmm. uh, podcast, I remember he pauses at one point. And he goes, but fucking never crossed my mind. 
And then I was like, butt fucking never crossed your mind? <laughs> yeah. For real? And I'll be set in separate plays, so on all these separate days, your legs can go they separate ways. I remember this. <laughs> oh, this is smooth. So much raw emotion in his voice. There's a, I'm thinking of a different song. It's one um, with Snoop Dogg, and the hook goes. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure Snoop's on it. Probably have our it. listeners kicking us in the butt right now. Oh, no, like, no, Why I, don't you remember it? I feel like T Pain's on it too. Oh. Snoop Dogg and Little John. Step your game up. Oh my God. You. I don't know if you oh. remember this one. This one. This one's filthy. Oh, well, it's with Trina. Yeah, man. What's going on? Oh, man? I haven't heard this. It's really, really paper up in here, babe. I know you ain't seen people in a long time, Get ready. Man. I've been MIA. You know what I'm saying? Missing in action. I ain't been on no milk card in Wait, is this supposed to be Snoop? This is Snoop. Why does he sound this way? What you looking at? Step your game up. What you waiting for? Step your game up. Go come on in the dust. Step your game up. Drop it to the floor and just step your game up. You with kids. Step your game up. Oh, you drink cheese. Step your game up. Is that your friend? Step your game up. Nigga, you with you. Step your game up. Bring it down, bitch. Let me see you back it up. Drop that ass down, load it, pick that motherfucker up. Bring it down, bitch. Let me see you back it up. Drop that ass down, load it, pick that motherfucker up. Now pat that pussy, cheese a motherfucker. Hey, pat that pussy, cheese a motherfucker. Now pat that pussy, cheese a motherfucker. Hey, pat that pussy, cheese a motherfucker. Get ready. Rub that shit, it's yours, bitch. Grab his dick, it's yours, bitch. Rub that shit, it's yours, bitch. Grab his dick, it's yours, bitch. Turn around, bitch. Put that ass on a nigga. Grind on his dick, make it get a little better. Turn around, bitch. Put that ass on a nigga. Grind on his dick, get take on his bitch. That's what animation right there. Oh my god. You know, I'm glad I, I, I'm glad the link that I chained Little John to was to. Sierra, as opposed to Snoop, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> as opposed to Yin Yang Twins, because that would have taken mm, us in mm-hmm. a totally different direction. Very true, very true. All right, so we got we got three links so far. We, we went from, how do we start? JD and Luda, mm-hmm. into um, Welcome to Atlanta, into Yeah, by Ursher, mm-hmm. Luda, and Lil John, And then we just did, what was the name of the Sierra track? That's right. That, that's right. That's right. It is. 
I'm uh so I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm a little over my skis here, but I think I got one that I can link to, that I think I remember. Oh, I'm I'm sure you do. I I just wanted to re- I remind the audience here. This is a collaborative game. Mm-hmm, it's working mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. collective memory. Mm-hmm. I would not choose anything out of your realm. Yeah. So this one I think will work, and it's a. A song that samples, I think, an, a really old hip-hop song, like maybe from like the early 80s, and it's featuring one of the best rappers, period, to ever, oh. to ever do it. I'm talking, of course, about Missy Elliott. Oh, of course. And uh, I think Ciara's on this. Yes! We're talking about Missy Elliott. Well done. Featuring Ciara and Fat Man Scoop. Lose control. Music make you lose control. Music make you lose control. Oh man, I was totally watching this music video a couple, within the past couple of weeks. I Oh, check out that Nokia phone. Oh, man. <laughs> it had a, a, t- little, a stylus. A palm pilot pen. say have you heard the original track that i think this samples lose control no so i think it's, i'm very curious about it um i'm trying to remember the name of it i think it's called clear yes clear by cybotron okay okay hold up <laughs> original original 1983 mix let's do this ready one two three four Right? It's like, it's like it right there, and then it'll bring in the keys. So I think they left this part out, and then... 
son. Good catch. There's like no words in this at all. It's just this beat, and then they say, they say clear a bunch. Thinking I, about okay. mm-hmm. I, I feel like I I feel like I know what to choose based on the choice of Missy Elliott though. That can lead you into choosing another successful chain. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Alright. So this has two features. Let's it's called it. Beat Me 911, featuring <sighs> 702 and Magoo. Beat Me 911. I feel like I know the producer already. I feel like this is technically featuring Timbaland too, given yeah. this is a per- Yeah, it sounds Timbaland exactly production. like a Timbaland production, I was gonna say. Damn, Missy can sing. Multi-talented woman. Time of this, the, the shimmery, shiny suits. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, like the the twitchy, like high frame rate video, where you're just like. Mm-hmm. It's like a, the Busta Rhyme videos. Yes, yes. All the color. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen the video, but I'm intrigued to see. Because I don't know if I remember what Magoo looks like. I just recognize his voice. Dancers have paint like joints on their elbows uh-huh. and knees, like a Barbie doll. Oh, Oh. 
Googling on the video, isn't it? That last one looked like him. served a greater purpose than they do right now like all up on trl like putting in those requests for <laughs> oh right that's right they had to make it showcasey they used to do a behind the scenes making the video yeah and, like the artists would show up on trl it's like hey vote for me like put me up number one <laughs> like... yeah oh man carson daly what a guy that's that's a yeah that's a statement for him carson daly <laughs> I'm trying to remember. He had like his late night show, right? He I do. I do think I would prefer Carson Daly to Ryan Seacrest or a Ryan Seacrest type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Carson Daly seemed a little bit more grounded, whereas Ryan Seacrest, I just feel, is like perpetually bubbly or Jimmy Fallon like. I want to say like Carson Daly didn't have a whole lot going on between the ears, whereas Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> to me, strikes me as a lot more cold and calculating. But I could be, I could just be projecting. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Well, so where are we at right now? We got, we got five chains so far. Yeah, we got, we got five chains going on. Go, we got um, five songs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so we can go in the direction of 702 Magoo or Timbaland if we want mm. to consider him as a producer. You know, I, I mean, I gotta go, I gotta go with one of my favorite songs from growing up. And it is by Timbaland. And first time I heard the lovely, beautiful vocals of an angel sent from heaven, Aaliyah. You are my Wait. dog. <laughs> my favorite song of all time. Oh, I almost, I almost chose. I'm going with this one. Yes. Okay. Cool. I would say that Aaliyah put Timbaland on the map for me. 100%. I didn't know anything about him before the song. came out like, around the time when Nelly Professor yeah here go so it's like maybe like 97 98 oh no no I'm sorry is it Nelly Professor it's Dr. Doolittle no I think it's Nelly Professor because I I, right. they start showing Dr. Doolittle clips in the back of this music video uh, but like before Sierra there is Aaliyah with the low rise jeans and like almost I mean, pretty much perfect slender body and abs. 
Mm -hmm. and sexy dancing, obviously. Great dancer, beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. Beautiful person. I just love this, um, like the clicking in the background, as well as the yeah. the baby. There's there's the baby, and then that's like a mouth sound, the clicking. Like that's somebody like I feel like it's somebody like doing that with their mouth. It has to be Tim. Timbaland for sure. <laughs> I'm the man from the big beat, hey. Won't you come play round my way? Uh huh. Hey, listen to what I gotta say. Uh huh. Simple play. Don't you know I am the man? Rock shows here in Japan. Uh, have people shaking, shaking my hand. Uh, baby girl. Better known as a Give me cool buns and hot feet. Make a play haters believe. Don't you know? Gotta tell somebody. Oh, the last part of this video where they bust out into this like tango outfit. Trying to Do you remember. remember that? Oh, you gotta. We gotta wait for the end then. Alright. Cause she got these baggy jeans on right now for y'all who ain't watching the video. You need to be on this video. <laughs> she has these like mid, really like midriff like long sleeve outfit going on. Leaves little for the imagination, obviously. But the tango outfit where she has this like nice long skirt with a very elegant along the, the lots of thighs. Oh yeah. Like, just in case you were wondering, yes, that is a baby being sampled in this song. <laughs> like, like, in case you didn't hear it earlier in the song, it's right there. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So I wish good. we could go into the montage of Aaliyah videos I just freaking love. Um... <laughs> R.I.P. Aaliyah. Oh, that was one of the saddest days of my young life. Just hearing her, hearing that she uh, had her passed away crash. from that horrible plane crash. Like, I just yeah. remember, I remember it being like my father telling me, oh, do you remember that woman from Romeo Must Die? She died. And I was like, Dad, stop joking around with me. Yeah, right. And it just showed up on the news. Was it like August 25th? I just remember it being a very poignant day for me. Um, yeah, it's it's... It was like completely tragic. And I mean, she was, I feel like she had not even reached her peak popularity. And I feel like, did the movie um, Queen of the Damned come out posthumously? Yes. She, and they had in? CGI'd her. Because they didn't have all the scenes or something? Yeah. With, with her? Yeah. 
I hadn't seen the movie, but I just remember my friends telling me that they felt like it was done in poor taste because she died in the movie as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Aaliyah. R.I.P. She's such a beautiful, beautiful soul, beautiful human being. Uh, mm-hmm. Her lost music her is timeless. Yeah. Right. I mean, again, she. I think you know one could say Timbaland put Aaliyah on the map, but I truly think she put him on the map. Uh, her style, her 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 voice, mm-hmm. her dance moves. She's great. Yeah, once she got away from R. Kelly, she really, oh, <laughs> she really that's another episode. <laughs> flourished. <laughs> the trial of R. Kelly, part uh, seventeen. <laughs> oh no, oh no, that dude. I just want to wipe that dude from my memory. Yeah. All right. So, uh, speaking of Romeo Must Die. Um, I, one of my favorite collabs that features Aaliyah mm-hmm. is in a song called Come Back in One Piece. It is, uh, the main rapper is DMX. There we go. Oh, dog. Oh, yeah, we're going there. Okay. Uh, hey, yo. You know what a dog is? Do you really know what a dog is? Is that Bow Wow? Did you see Bow Wow? Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure that's Bow Wow on the right, next to Aaliyah. Like he's walking the pit bull there. sharing your sleep schedule with us. <laughs> this is when I go to sleep. This is when I wake up. Is this 
me or this video just looks really fun to do with all the yes. dogs and all the homies. Yeah, they're just, they're just cruising around the streets with all these dogs. Did you know that there was a there was a showing of Romeo Must Die and it was like the pilot cut and they showed Aaliyah and Jet Li kissing in the end and the audience hated it. And I, oh. I don't I don't remember if it was because you know, it was theorized it was due to like interracial right. relationships, um, especially with the Asian male protagonist being seen as desirable. Mm-hmm. But then I guess now, like when I look back at it, I was like, yeah, does it seem natural though for her to kind of kiss him at the end of all of it from like a maybe like a feminist viewpoint? Like, do you have to end the movie with homegirl kissing a dude at the end of it? Mm. I don't know. It, it's it's conflicting for me at this point in time, being Asian and being a woman. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't want to give the studio any credit in that decision. I feel like they probably did it for the worst reasons. <laughs> they, they're just like, mm, yeah, I don't, I don't like this image of, of these two together. Maybe we shouldn't give them too much credit. Anyways, DMX. DMX. Thank you for the, the gift of Aaliyah and DMX. <laughs> Back in one piece. All right, so I'm going to go with, I think I know another one that, We'll, we'll open this up to another direction. Right now, we're at six. We've got six in? Seven. We got six chains. Wait. I think we've got seven. No, we got seven. Yeah, we got seven songs now. All right, shit. So So we got three more to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up with... I think DMX is featured on this track. And uh, talking about Hova featuring DMX... Money cash hoes. Memphis Bleak and Beanie Siegel. Oh shit. Beanie Siegel, huh? What movie is this with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, I don't know. Four million soul look, still with the crew, break bread with the fam, till I'm dead with the fam, duck, cops, shake, fans with the fam, flip the pies with my hustlers. That was Chow Yun Fat too. Oh shit, really? Sounds like Super Mario falling off a piano. YouTube comments are still gold.
to say I've never heard this song before, but I, I can't say that it will be a song I would revisit. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I went there. She did. All right. All right. All right. Well, you clearly love that song, so you're welcome. So I'm, I could go two directions here, but I, I want to go in a direction that makes us successful. Mm, okay. I could go Beanie Siegel. Okay. In which I choose a song featuring Beanie Siegel and Freeway, which I think you already know this song. Mm. But do you know any songs by Freeway after that in which he collaborates with somebody else? Because mm, I don't. Probably not. Okay. So I'm going to go in the Jay-Z direction. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. <laughs> um, get, a, get a round of applause for Anna's choice. <laughs> I, I, I just, maybe it's just top of mind for me in terms of it being, uh, you know, I people out there might hate me for saying this aloud, but I'm not a huge Jay-Z fan. Mm. You and know what? Actually, I feel you on that. I I would love to hear your thoughts on, on that. And then I, I would like to, to add. I don't know. I mean, maybe as a person who uh, grew up loving hip-hop for first wo- the production mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then eventually for its consciousness and lyricism, I don't think Jay-Z ever hit either of those for me. And I understand that, like, he has some really conscious hip-hop songs out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 444 is known for one, right? Um, but uh, I just feel like he couldn't catch me with his production value. Um, and when he does catch me with his production value, it's it's it, I, I have a limited attention span for his albums as a whole. Yeah, I so with me it was I didn't really I knew how popular he was and I listened to the big hits when they came on the radio. But for me, I know that he is lyrically very gifted and he has put out hit after hit after hit after hit. And he actually did work with some of the best artists that, you know, came up around him and that, that existed before him. But it's more so that I just never really latched on to his style of delivery, like his his flow and i know it's really good and i'm sure this is sacrilege to a lot of people for me to say this but it just wasn't it never really grabbed me like you know i think about somebody like mostaf or something like that Mm -hmm. mostaf's delivery is is captivating to me now jay-z would probably or a fan might be like you don't know what you're talking about and jay-z's persona is embodied by his delivery right like he's you know he's gangster he's keeping you at arm's length or whatever no disrespect to him, I just never really got into him. And I remember when the Black Album came out in, I don't know, 2004 or something, like before we went to college, and it's supposed to be his final album. And I remember at that point finally acquiescing and thinking, okay, I'm going to listen to this album inside and out because this could be this is supposed to be his last album and he's that good. And you know what? There's some good tracks on it, but it's still, it's not, it's not a classic for me. And, you know, I did love Big Pimpin' though, I got to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. But it maybe it was just uh, the the joy of it was that was killed by how many times it was featured on TRL. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so many I feel like there were so many remixes of it too. But yeah, I I feel like you so put it popular. together really well. I'm not a big f- fan of his flow, and I think there's a number of people in my life that you know, uh that have appreciated Jay-Z and would argue with me about it but yeah you know, that's this is my personal preference no disrespect to him he no disrespect is, yeah he's very deserving of 
I think a lot of the accolades that he has and the adulation. And, but is I he mean, deserving of Beyonce? That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> I was just gonna. It's like the whole Beyonce thing is like, mm, I feel like something else is going on there. I feel yes. like there's there's more to the story that su- such a, a unique talent and singular force within music would align herself <laughs> with with ones such as Jay. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if if I were to think about, like, uh, unlikely pairings, like, J.D. and Janet was one of them, then mm-hmm. Jay-Z mm-hmm. and Beyonce was another one of them. But, hey, you know, uh, maybe people just have a strong chemistry and uh, there's a strong draw in personality. So, mm-hmm. again, as I'm reminded again of Jay-Z's less than impressive raps... <laughs> another collaboration that I think sticks out to me more of what Jay-Z's a part of again in which he has a less vital role mm-hmm. and in which many other people have a better role mm-hmm. Monster off my dark twisted oh my, yeah my beautiful dark twisted fantasy something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes let's let's go with that we got Kanye featuring Jay-Z Rick Ross Boney Bear and <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Wait, do you know the song? I don't think so. <gasps> oh. Let me listen to it. Let listen listen to, to it. it. Nicki Minaj. This is when I was a believer in Nicki. Somebody's talking, I don't really know. You'll see why. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands. 
Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking There's a lot of dead models in this music video. <laughs> dead supermodels. <laughs> yeah, I think the video is a bit distracting, but the, yeah. the lyricism of the, the majority of the artists is pretty impressive. Raping pillage of village women and children. Everybody wanna know what my Achilles hill is. Love, I don't get enough of it. All I get is these vampires and bloodsuckers. All I see is these niggas I made millionaires. Milling about, spilling their feelings in the air. All I see is these fake fucks with no fangs. Trying to draw blood from my ice cold fangs. I smell a massacre. Seems to be the only way to back you back. Oh, Nigga, just stop it. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. Profit, profit, nigga, I get it. Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen conquer. Okay. Every verse I hear her on, I'm just like, damn. Like, her her ability to rhyme is extremely like unique. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she can go super fast, super slow, change up her voice. Oh yeah. somebody put it together for us how do you feel about that i just feel like their raps just feel so disjointed and disconnected from each other yeah they might not have even recorded like in the same studio or something like that just right. like yeah you know you, you do you i'll do me yeah i gotta be honest i stopped paying attention to kanye after 808s and heartbreaks Oof. i was just like i was just like um i don't know man i'm i know 
I know that he's a dope producer. I know there's a lot to love, but I just decided I, I was like, I'm good for now. So I never checked out my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Although I remember, I remember some of the hype surrounding it. Okay, I would say if you can, like the first three that he that he does that he releases officially right up to graduation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never listened to 808s, but I couldn't stand whatever song that came out of it. On the radio. Oh, my God. Um, but my I'm thinking of Heartless dark... in particular. Oh, yeah. Can't, can't do couldn't, that song. You just, could, you just couldn't escape Heartless no matter where you went. God. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah. So my dark, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, or I could be putting yeah, yeah. all the adjectives in the wrong order, I would highly mm-hmm. recommend listening to that album. It's actually, right, yeah. it feels very much so like a masterpiece of of his, um, Yeah, I would say of his exploration yeah. of rap. And it's like a, maybe a return to form or maybe branching out as an artist in a better way than 808s and Heartbreaks ended up being. Because right. like, I, I feel like, you know, like, given credit where it's due, like he was trying something new with 808s and Heartbreaks. Like he was going for a specific sound Maybe maybe he was hanging out with T Pain too much or something, and really went for that auto tune. I'm not sure, but I, you know, now that we're talking, because of this excellent chain choice that you made, Kanye West, I'm gonna take it back to the first track that I know by Kanye West off of his first album. Nice, let's do it. And and it's featuring one of Brooklyn's finest. His name is in the middle of equality. Of course, I'm talking about <laughs> Get Em High featuring Salib Kweli. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. I love, I love this song. I love this beat so much. I'm trying to catch the beat. Black Planet gets a shout out, too. So it's the first mainstream shout out I've ever heard. Your motherfucking hands. I know it. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get them high. It's in the pocket like Wallace. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcohol. My freshman year, I was going through hella problems. Still, I bit up the nerd to drop my ass about a call. My teacher said I was a loser. I told her, why don't you kill me? I give a fuck if you feel me. I'm going to fight. I love that line. My teacher told me I'm a loser. I said, why don't you kill me? You see, I'm so shattered at the thought I was bashful. But this bastard's flow will bash your skull. And I will cut your girl like past the troll. And I don't. Usually smoke, but pass the drone. And I won't give you that money that you asking for. Why you think me and Dane cool? We assholes. That's why we hear your music getting fast forward. Cause we, we don't, don't wanna, wanna hear that, that weak shit no more. Throw your motherfucking hands. Oh, that flow is so sick. That was the first Kanye rap that I heard. And I was like, damn, this is dope, man. He produced this too? Now, 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 who the hell is this? Emailing me at 
726 Telling me that she 3626 Plus double D You nine girls on Black Planet B When they get bubbly <laughs> at NYU But she hailed from Kansas Right now she just lamping Chilling on campus Sent me a picture with a feeling on Candace Who said her favorite rapper was the late Great Francis W-H-I-G It's getting late mommy Your screen saver say tweet So you got to call me And bring a friend for my friend His name Quali You mean Talib Lyric 6 to your rib I, I mean. mean That's my favorite CD That I play in my crib I, I mean. mean You don't really know him Why is you lying? lying? Your quiet She don't believe me Please pick up the line She gon' think that I'm lying Just spit a couple of lines Then maybe I'll be able To give a dick all the time And get a high Yeah I can't believe this nigga used my name for picking up dimes But never mind, I need some tracks, you trying to pull tracks out And my rhymes is finna blow, you trying to blow backs out Well okay, twisting my arm, I'll assist with the charm And yo, ain't you meet that chick at that conference with your mom? So she's the wow, but she got the bougie behavior Always got something to say like an okay player hater Anyways, I don't usually fuck with the internet So many references to popular black culture I forgot the comments on this. Yeah. Oh, he kind of slows it down, though. You can hear yeah, it. The energy drops a little bit. Yeah. Comments like, no, I can't do it like that, guys. It's like, yeah. oh, it's okay. Just be on the track. I mean, Common's probably a legend to Kanye, like, both being Chicago rappers, you know? Yeah, that's right, that's right. Doesn't it feel like a paradoxical ask, though? You're telling folks to get high, but you're asking them to keep up their hands? I guess it depends on what you're smoking. I mean... There's, there's getting them high, getting the hands high, keep the hands high, but also make sure you're high. <laughs> so but it, it feels kinda... like it feels like a paradoxical situation to be in. You're like, I'm, I want to stick, I want to feel this, but I can't keep my arms up. <laughs> That's a very good point. He's also saying to work on your arm strength. Well, I mean, that's why it makes sense for this song to cut directly into the workout plan, the new workout plan. I think that song. <laughs> in in uh, in the college in college dropout, right? After, oh, like the next track. Yeah, the next track right after "Get 'Em High" is um, the what, what? What is it called? Um, Let's look it up. Ah, oh, jeez, I feel so old for forgetting this. Uh... <laughs> oh, Bernie Mac's on this album. Yes, oh workout plan. Yes, it cuts directly into workout plan. It's a really yeah. nice transition to. You- Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, you know, I finally got my shit Okay, it is called the new workout plan. Workout yeah. Well, you looking all good and stuff. Bro, I know, a, it's that workout. Got you a six-pack Shakur and stuff. Six-pack Shakur. Six pack Shakur. <laughs> Bro, y'all know I'm a video ho professional. Video ho professional. I got this new workout plan. My shit is right. Rolling in Lexus, Ask Rice. Everything. Uh, I gotta revisit this album. Oh yes. So, Mark, we did it? We've done it. Ten chains. Ten chains. We have finished. Yeah, um, you. <laughs> we started in a, we started in Atlanta, Georgia, and we've ended in uh, Brooklyn and Chicago simultaneously. Mm-hmm. How are, how are you feeling? How I mean, what have you learned any new songs today? Are you um, 
Are you well, feeling I'm, inspired, accomplished? I'm definitely feeling accomplished. I'm feeling I'm feeling relieved because, like I said, you know, I've got like my I've got my niche of hip hop that I know very very well, and I always you know I I think that I paid enough attention to the popular stuff that was going on, but you know you never know. Sometimes you can't. You gotta dust out the cobwebs a little bit in terms of like really remembering, you know, those songs that you used to listen to all the time, but you know, just kind of uh, have faded into obscurity. So very relieved that we got to Ten Chains, and this was a true collaboration. True, I, I love that. True that. Love true that. that. And uh, and I will also offer that I am inspired to revisit not only College Dropout, but some of the other tracks we featured, and uh, I'm thinking of Aaliyah. Mm. And I know that I have some serious homework to do uh, regarding one confessions by Usher. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like that's I feel like that's a natural segue into us talking about homework. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. So so Mark, actually, I want to pose two options because I think, you know, uh, I, I definitely want this to be a fun activity for us. I think. You and I talked offline about this idea that our next episode could be, uh, you know, one where we assign each other homework around, um, you know, listening to an album that we feel really does a great job with capturing societal challenges um, really succinctly and thematically in one's um, in Mm -hmm. one artistic album, album, one artistic Mm -hmm. musical piece. Um, and I think that was inspired originally by, you know, us uh, dealing with the the lingering, um, the lingering effect of, you know, the racial injustices that are happening around us that are super prominent. And I also then, I, I do want to pose a second choice here, just thinking very organically about where we're at right now. I mean, I feel yeah. like in this, in this 10 chains game, we're, we're, intro- we're do- introducing each other to songs that we're... Um, that we are uh, aware of and we're conscious of, um, and that maybe the other person hasn't explored yet. And so I'm wondering if, if if I assign you confessions, if you want to assign me something that you feel is prominent uh. of your early 2000s hip hop R and B game, I would love to listen to it. In the case that hmm. in the case that you want to visit that option instead, what well, are you thinking? Well, I will. I uh, you know that's a great idea. I would say that my early 2000s hip-hop R&B game would skew significantly more hip-hop than R&B. Mm-hmm. So I could probably... I mean, I imagine you've listened to the albums that I'm thinking of. I am... I actually... I think that... As you're I thinking, think I, I just want to name... I'm not going to listen to Money Cash Hose again. Just oh letting God. you know. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> Clearly, somebody didn't like that song. And that, it actually has nothing to do with Jay-Z. He just really hated that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that okay. was an interesting well, you know discovery. It had, it, it had DMX, so technically... Beanie Siegel and Memphis Bleak, who I haven't heard from in a long time. Yeah, for sure. They're still there. They're, they're right there on YouTube whenever you want them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to say... It's a tough call. I, I do, I do like the idea of being assigned confessions, but I actually am really interested in going with our original plan of, of trying to find an album that 
touches upon some of the things that I think most of us are now much more aware of than we were in the past. I like okay. that. I think that's a that's a very um, fertile area for discussion. All right, so and let's do be, this. Be... We'll we'll both mm-hmm. walk away from this um, doing some research about an album that we think can succinctly um, be uh, what do you call it a timepiece or mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A, a great... yeah that are capture capture you know some of the issues that we think have persisted in in our American society the challenges. Uh, that people face and you know even just shining a light on them you know mm-hmm. the track could be calling out something that maybe has you know you've been aware of for a really long time but you're just you're, you're thinking about it more now given the horrible state of affairs in our country mm-hmm. and um things that we're bombarded with on a regular basis in, in regards to inequality and just uh systemic endemic problems that <laughs> exist mm, very in, well uh, said yeah, so and let's this... let's take some time to ponder, and then next time we mm-hmm. come together, we'll mm-hmm. um, we'll walk each other through the album, including the tracks, and some some thoughts and commentary or some explanations on each of those tracks. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, do you want to do what's on repeat to wrap it up? Oh yeah, yeah, let's do it. Oh my gosh, thanks for reminding us about how we typically close the show. All right, what's been on repeat yeah. for you, Mark? So what's been on repeat for me? I think I mentioned on our first episode that one of my favorite groups of all time, the, the group that I think I really started paying attention to first is The Roots. They're out of, Phila- out of Philadelphia. Uh, you might know them also from their nightly gig on the Jimmy Fallon show. Yes, how uh, he scored the them, show. I will never understand. Yeah, I hope they I get paid having- a lot. Yeah, that's the thing. I remember having conflicted feelings when they announced that. On the one hand, I was like, good for them. I hope they get paid. I hope that gives them a lot more relief in terms of uh, you know creative control and time that they can make their music and not having to go on the road all the time and tour relentlessly just to get by. Because I don't know if you saw, you know, we were talking about Kanye earlier, but I saw, I think it was last week, he released, Kanye tweeted out a bunch of his bunch of his contracts with the record labels so that people could see some of the really onerous terms that labels impose upon their artists in terms of the percentage of money that they get to keep from the actual art that they create you know and it's i'm talking like there's you know how like you you get your cable bill or your phone bill and there's like all these bullshit charges that are added on to the end of it like you know service view or like when you buy tickets to a show you have the price of the ticket you have a service fee for you know Ticketmaster for them providing you that ticket, and then there's like a convenience fee, and right. there's like some fucking venue charge. Like so, essentially, that's what artists face on a regular basis. You know, with their it seems like with their record labels, and uh, so, anyways, back to the roots. <laughs> I was I remember feeling excited for like happy for them that they're probably going to get some relief in that, but then also it's just like Jimmy Fallon though, like uh, like not really one of I wouldn't even put him in. A top 20 of snl cast members you yeah. know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. like just not at all like anyways so the roots are dope and they make really incredible music and one of the first albums i think this might be the first album they released after they took the gig no no actually this is the second album they released after they took the gig on the tonight show it's called undone hmm. by the roots 
and um, it's it's relatively short. It's only about I want to say it's less than an hour. It's eleven tracks or fourteen tracks. And what makes it really really special is that it's a a fictionalized story about a person who grows up in inner city Philadelphia and is dealing with really, really difficult circumstances. And the album is structured such that the first track, it's called Done. It, it's the main character, his name is Redford. He, it's his death, that's the first track. And then the second track is going further and further back into his life mm. up until up until the point where he is he's born so the last track is like his birth into the circumstances that he can't really exert much control over and there's some really incredible tracks on it it's it's very different uh artistically than than many of the earlier things that they've done you know like their classic albums like do you want more Yellow half-life or things fall apart um there's one track that i really love off of it and i think it'd be more more uh, accessible for our hip hop heads out there, but the whole album is really worth it. A deep exploration. And the track is called Coolon. It's featuring uh, Greg Porn and, and Truck North. I'll play it for you right now. To kill, hope somebody call my bluff. It's a full house, sipping on a royal flush. Two queens is on my cuffs. Good times is in the cards. Living in borrowed time, I'm paying the extra charge. To feel like something small is worth a hundred large. Swag is on retard, charm is on massage. Wit is on guard. I challenge you to a duel. Who needs a chain when every thought's a jewel? God bless the widow when everyone's a fool. Fuck a genie and three wishes. I just want to bottle a place to write my novel. I am heroin and those that have rhyme and think, how do you find this upper echelon this time? Let's toast to better days, a beautiful mind and a flow that never ends. That song is Coolon, off of Undone by The Roots. And that, that particular track is, I think, at a point in the story where the character Redford is experiencing some level of, of success, but uh, it is fleeting, unfortunately. Mm. So it's a really, really, it's a very multifaceted album. It's it's so good. And musically, it uh, I think it was a new direction for The Roots, but it, it really works. It's a great album. Yeah, I need to listen to it. I haven't listened to it yet. And I remember watching something or listening something to something where they talk, they analyze the album cover and just uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah just yeah. how poignant it is it's a very yeah it's a it, it draws a lot of attention the the picture that they have that they created this whole history for this character and i think i read an interview a while ago where quest is talking about the album because it was received very well mm-hmm. i think critically and i'm sure it sold well too and he's and i think he mentions that the character redford is an amalgamation of you know four or five people that him and him and black thought knew growing up when they were in mm. philly so it's really interesting. 
Damn. Uh, that's what I got. Sounds like you're you might go into this album next week. I don't know. I will I will leave that as an option. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that, Mark. I I feel like that's um, if if on if like an extra credit assignment that you're gonna take on is listening to confessions, then I will take this on as an extra credit assignment myself. Uh, listening. To oh yeah, I can do that. Easy. As you can see, I'm like continuing to persist. You have to listen to confessions. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can read. I can read the tea leaves. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what's been on repeat for me is I, I, you know, I professional life has been super hectic, and so I've just been wanting to listen to something that makes me feel happy. It's really upbeat, um, mm-hmm. and to provide some context, uh, I had purchased concert tickets for Kate Renata for my partner's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and boom, the pandemic hit. So uh, that concert has been postponed into a date uh, going into uh, uh, 2021. But what's been we on hope. repeat for me, uh, initially it was Bubba to just kind of get a, a feel for yeah. that uh, that new album that he released. Um, you know, And a couple of songs that stick out to me is What You Need, featuring uh, Charlotte Day Wilson. Love that song. Oh. I remember that song, actually. Right? It's, it's, um, a, it's on my workout playlist. <laughs> it's, gosh, her voice is like butter. Like, that is, that is definitely and some, har- some blue eyes soul. Her, like, her lower, her lower harmonies that she does. There's like a Montreal uh, powerhouse there with Kay Trinata, Charlotte Day Wilson, as well as um, Bad, Bad, Not Good. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they got something going on. But I listen to Bubba, Bubba's like great. It's super fun. But best album that I like that Kay Trinata has released, 99.9%. And you and I have yeah. talked about this a lot. Oh, yeah. What a what an album um, to be your first one, right? Right. And, and, and something I didn't know about this. Um, Kei Trinata has, uh, has come out in public. I think he named in an article or in an interview in 2016 that he's queer, which mm-hmm. is super cool in mm-hmm. that, like, I think just hip hop doesn't have a lot of queer icons. Yeah. And so like naming that collaboration with Charlotte Day Wilson, who's also uh, publicly, uh, has come out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like this collaboration off 99.9% with him and Sid. You're the one. Oh God. So good super fun and i just love listening to it it's really upbeat and the the music video is super fun as well it has that play off of like oh um 
meet a Nigerian prince and like get wealthy, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, but it's really funny because like I read off a YouTube comment where it was just like, oh, that's so funny. It's like, uh, you know, both of the artists are named as queer and they're they're like portraying this like heterosexual relationship like you know it's just like yeah, he's like play. he's like all up on the phone on it and it, yeah like... yeah yeah he's like let me pair you up with this person yeah. this um but yeah it's he's so fun um i've been listening to a lot of his dj sets too that yeah. are available on soundcloud um but yeah let's listen to you're the let's, one let's listen to it I also love the track that he produced, I think, for the internet. Isn't it Girl? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so moody and just, it, you marinate in it. Right. So, I mean, there is no DJ like him right now. No. And it's and Bubba, Bubba is just like a solid dance party the entire time. Mm-hmm. The tracks just flow into the next one. like what does that sound it's like an organ that bass coming in listen from track uno to bullets every single collaborator in this album i think as well as in bubba just like i just feel like this dude knows how to operate with intentionality and with vision yeah i remember playing uh got it good and Mm. craig david out of nowhere yeah my partner my partner was just like is that craig david (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah, dude, it's, it was good going down this musical journey with you once again. Yes, that was so much fun. I love this game. We uh, we definitely got to do it again. This is a good episode. Mm-hmm. All right, homie. All right. Well, we'll catch up. We'll catch up next week, and looking forward to discussing our our woke ass albums together. That's right. Woke as fuck. All right, bye everybody. Bye y'all.